Let's move over to um, this story. Mass protests have been going on for weeks now in Myanmar since the military seized power and detained politicians from the democratically elected government of Aung San Suu Kyi's the National League for Democracy. So what will the military do next, seeing that civilians are not willing to end the protests? Kirun Naidu, Asia-specific researcher, now joins us on the line. Good afternoon, Kirun. Welcome to the show. Oh, good afternoon, Aldrin. Delighted to be with you. Thank you so much for making time for us. So what does this all mean for the military, number one? Well, essentially, we have the military with its back up against the wall, but it's very much in power. And there's real risk of the military now using deadly force. We've seen on the 20th of February, two people killed in Mandalay, shot through the head. And this is a military which, you know, in the 50 of the 70 years since independence in 1948, Burma has been ruled by military force. So this fact of the military turning on the screws against this protest is very likely. So turning on the screws against this protest. So would you think that um, from the international side, though, looking at international the international community, is there anything at, at all that they could do? Um, then on the other end, you still have Aung San Suu Kyi, who remains detained. Yes, Aung San Suu Kyi is under house arrest uh, presently, and you know she spent something like 15 years under house arrest. Mm-hmm. The international community has brought all kinds of measures, including very recently the UK has imposed sanctions, and the UN Special Envoy for Burma, Christine Schraner-Bergen, is also trying to get an appointment with the military junta. Uh, But all of this sounds hardly any kind of approach that's going to make a difference to the generals. Mm -hmm. They're very much in power, firmly entrenched, and this is not just about political power. These are generals who are in business, and if they were to relinquish power, then it's... um, it has tremendous impact on their pockets. Yeah, And relinquishing that power, relinquishing it to who? And following which process? Well, you have a democratically elected government in Burma. In the November elections last year, the National League for Democracy, led by Aung San Suu Kyi, won an overwhelming majority. But just a few hours ago, the military-appointed um, chairperson of the Electoral Commission declared those elections invalid. This mm-hmm. was Tane Swear just speaking a few hours ago after meeting some of the political parties. And that announcement was coupled with shots being fired near Yangon University. So this is a sign that the military is not taking these t- thousands strong protests and literally hundreds of thousands of people out on the streets uh, in 245 districts and 21 ministries are effectively at a standstill without any staff, either at hospitals or schools or in government ministries. Mm. So this is a country that's effectively a failed state, but it doesn't look like the military has ears for any of these protests and is likely to come on far more violently than we've seen over the past 25 days. What do you say to people who argue and say that perhaps um, Aung San Suu Kyi and the reason why um, there is not as much sympathy as some people would have expected is also because of her own conduct and some even calling and saying that, hey, listen, we believe that um, the Nobel Peace Prize um, should be revoked. 
She's in a very difficult situation. This is a country that was one of the most isolated, one of the most violent juntas in the world. So she's had a very difficult role to play in shepherding this transition to democracy. But, and that's been back and forth as a transition. In the academic literature, we speak about authoritarian regression. And that's what we've seen in Burma, a military that gave up power, but very quickly has uh, stuck its foot back in the door to get back in. I think that one ought to have a fair amount of sympathy for Aung San Suu Kyi in trying to hold the country together, broker some kind of middle road. But she's erred in many ways in being rather soft on the military. Mm-hmm. But such is the prestige, the privilege and the burden of power. Okay, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. That is uh, Kiru Naidu, who is the Asia, who's an Asia Pacific um, researcher. Really appreciate your time.